Welcome to Inspired by Failure, Lessons Learned from the Journey of Epic Ideas. I'm your host, Michi Yamamoto. This is where we talk to inventors and learn from their successes and failures to inspire us and help us change the world. In this episode, I interview Enad Partika. Enad created the system of turning food waste into fertilizer and biogas. Her system consists of anaerobic biodigestion and biogas purification. From 600 pounds of food waste, it produces 3 kilowatt hours of electricity and 150 gallons of fertilizer. I'm curious how the system works. We have a Facebook group where we can continue our conversation about her or her ideas. Please check out michiyamamoto.com Thank you, Enad, for joining the show today. What made you decide to pick up environmental chemistry? Um, you know, I actually started out in environmental engineering. I decided to switch into UC San Diego's environmental chemistry program because uh, their environmental systems environmental chemistry program, if you want the longer name. And basically, it was a more environmentally focused major that focused as well on chemistry of the earth. So chemistry of the atmosphere, of the land, of the water, really your entire biosphere. Having that global uh, environmental perspective was very uh, a good asset to have when you're looking at these global biogeochemical processes, like taking food waste and turning it into energy. Turning food waste into energy sounds great. You made an excellent achievement in the area of anaerobic digestion, which I heard is about digesting food waste without air. But what exactly is it? Yeah, so anaerobic digestion is... The reason why it's without oxygen is because you're trying to cultivate a certain uh, set of bacteria species. Um, say when you put food waste into the digester, there's a bacteria species that will break down that food waste, then a second species that will take that broken down food waste, turn it into your biogas. And so your methane, your carbon dioxide, um, a few other trace gases, and then you can harvest that gas and use it to create a renewable heat source, electricity for cooking. Bacteria is amazing. Can you tell us more about your research environment? You've been partnering with a farm, right? Uh, with uh, Rogers Urban Farm Lab. Um, basically, it's, um, it's a space on campus where there's university students that are able to um, basically take ideas relating to sustainability and uh, develop them into projects or, you know, uh, work with university and with other uh, industry and community partners on those efforts. Um, so, yeah, we're able to have a space there. And that space, what are you doing? Basically, we're taking the food waste from the university and we're processing that into two main products, um, which are organic uh, fertilizer, which we get from the liquid digestate. We'll process it and turn that into fertilizer that we're um, growing plants with uh, via hydroponics. Um, so we've grown basil, we've grown bean plants, 
Um, really just herbs, leafy greens um, at this point. And uh, we're hoping to continue experimenting with the nutrient levels that we can get from the digestate uh, so that we can grow a larger variety of food. Our second product is biogas, which we've been storing. Once we purify it, we'll be able to use it for cooking or electricity generation or heating, um, depending on how much we upgrade the gas uh, to be methane. And we plan on taking um, the waste carbon dioxide and using it to either grow algae or enhance uh, plant growth in greenhouses. So you're turning food waste into fertilizer and biogas. I guess there are similar efforts going on around the world. What's the uniqueness in your research and development effort? Right. So what makes ours unique is, one, it, it's a much smaller scale. And so we're able to better control our environmental factors like, you know, pH nutrient levels. Um, we're also able to have a very unique niche within the waste reduction, food waste community. Um, we're able to service really medium-sized vendors such as university dining halls or restaurants, um, supermarkets uh, that are looking to take this food waste and uh, rather than, you know, an entire city or an entire dairy operation. Um, we're also taking a lot of different types of food waste, which isn't always done. A lot of anaerobic digesters um, really focus on uh, animal waste, such as like what you would get out of a dairy operation, other large scale animal like pigs or chickens. We're taking the liquid digestate instead of say drying that or applying it just directly to fields we're able to process it into fertilizer and we're using the hydroponics to grow the plants um, and so that's what's really unique especially with the scale that we're doing it at because really the amount of liquid that we're producing is quite compatible with hydroponics or other forms of growing. We've even been growing fruit trees, uh, well, helping to grow fruit trees that are already in uh, the garden that we're at. We've really been able to enhance the growth, especially of a, a using lemon tree that we have. You know, the, the fruit actually, I believe, tastes a little bit sweeter. I mean, that could just be my subjective opinion, but, you know. Um, we've also uh, did an uh, experiment with a high school group in Seattle where we were looking at basil plants and we were collaborating with another organization, um, Impact Bioenergy. We were looking at the basil plants and the different pHs, uh, testing the different pHs of the anaerobic digestate, using that to grow these basil plants. And um, they did report that at certain pH levels, you were able to get a sweeter basil plant. Interesting. You have a good control over the quality of fertilizer. How about biogas? Basically, biogas will have between 50 to 70 percent methane. Um, the rest is mostly carbon dioxide. And then you have a little bit of hydrogen sulfide, a little bit of trace, uh, other trace gases. And so you mainly have to get rid of your hydrogen sulfide and your carbon dioxide to raise the methane ratio so that you're able to use it as like renewable natural gas, basically. What kind of food waste efficiently generates biogas? For biogas production efficiency, um, really your carbohydrates, 
uh, like your breads, rice, um, and then you have meat and dairy, which also will produce more biogas. And then you also need an array of micronutrients like your nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, if you're going to grow plants from that, because you, in order to have healthy plants, you're going to need all those nutrients. And so what can supply that more is, you know, your fruits and vegetables. Um, I mean, it's, it's really like a stomach. If you think about it, you know, what's healthy for you, what gives you energy versus what gives you your micronutrients um, that you need to sustain yourself. What's going on in the stomach? You put food waste into a tank to generate biogas. What's going on inside the tank? Basically, you have to look at your chemistry, your microbiology, and kind of use uh, how the anaerobic bacteria behave to look at how you make your process. So if you increase the surface area of your food waste um, by grinding it up, you're able to have more bacteria utilize that and turn it into energy. Having it in a liquid media such as water in an aqueous state will help with that process. And so basically, um, you have to add some sort of liquid like water. Um, we've been using water from an aquaponics, um, basically a tilapia farm um, that there is at the, the garden currently at Rogers Urban Farm Lab. Um, and so we've been using that and then we've been grinding up the food waste um, with a commercial food waste grinder. Um, and we've been pumping it into the tanks. And so that allows the food waste to already be in a ground up, uh, broken down state, uh, mechanically broken down state, which enables the bacteria to attach to more parts of the food waste. How do you monitor bacteria inside the tank? Um, so there's a lot of commercially available monitoring techniques, um, but we decided to go with looking at something that's a little bit more affordable to your average person. And so we reached out to a, a student organization that's within the Rogers Urban Farm Lab setting um, called Computer Science for Agriculture. And basically it was me kind of laying out the metrics, like we need to measure pH, we need to measure nitrates, you know, all the other nutrients. What metrics do you use to measure the health of biodigester? Um, so you can measure that looking at chemical properties. So you can look at your oxidation reduction potential. You can look at your pH, your temperature um, to make sure that all of the environmental factors are good to produce your bacteria that produce uh, the, the methane, um, your methanogenic bacteria. Once you have these environmental factors, you can get a good indication of how he healthy your digester is. With a healthy state of biodigester, how much gas can you get from food waste? At peak capacity, we've been taking about 600 pounds of food waste into the digester every week. And so with that, we've been able to um, produce around three kilowatt hours of electricity capacity, about half a meter cubed biogas per day. Three kilowatts can power a lot of things. You can, it's basically the, the size of a small generator that people will use, say, for, for motorhomes to give you an idea of 
how much electricity that could potentially produce. How much fertilizer can you get from 600 pounds of food waste? Um, for 600 pounds, you can produce 150 gallons of liquid fertilizer per, per week with that. Awesome. What is the achievement you are proud of so far? Yeah, at, at first, really in the research and development phase, we were having, we were experimenting with different types of food waste. And、uh, it took quite a while for us to culture the correct bacteria、um, to be able to produce the biogas. And、um, that was a very happy day when I saw that we were finally getting biogas collection. Yeah, really working within. The university as well can be challenging.、Um, looking at trying to get all of um all of the restaurant vendors that we serve to be on board. We spent a long time talking to and and will also help with this to um the other winner of the Lemelson Prize. And we we went from vendor to vendor looking, you know, asking, Would you like to be part of our program? You know, this is what we're doing, this is what we're producing. And、uh, people were fairly open to it, but yeah, I definitely had to take uh, uh, go the extra mile at communicating with、uh, different vendors.、Um, so now we're collecting from、uh, 20. Sounds like you have a great team and a great number of partners. What is the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? A lot of good advice came from. The coordinator of the Urban Farm Lab.、Um, and he, he was able to really give me great advice in terms of where to look for resources. We were working on a fairly limited budget at the beginning. And so, trying to look at, you know, how can I best utilize what I have to be able to produce this thing? Because, I mean, a lot of anaerobic digesters, you know, it's millions of dollars of investment. And a lot of times it can take. Many years to pay that off.、Um, whereas, you know, as a student, undergraduate student, you're working with like in the thousands of dollars, right? So you have to look and see, okay, like what resources are available for me? What tools do I have to build this? And、uh, do you have a plan to make your product available for home users like myself? Yeah, it, it's very scalable. Right now, we have it at the medium size, which can service you know, university restaurants or supermarkets,、um, et cetera.、Um, but that can be scaled down to, say, like the homeowner size,、um, which we're looking at doing、um, more research and development on. And it can even be expanded into a larger product, which would be able to service larger. Uh, food waste producing entities like larger supermarkets, for example. As part of the research and development, we want to look at all of the scales and see you know, how can we best service the environment? How can we best service our community? What do you love most about your research and development? What do I love most about it? Man,、um, I just love,、uh, love experimentation. I love looking at You know, environmental problems and be able to make the world a more sustainable place. Even from when I was little, I always would make sure that I put everything into the recycling bin and、I'd、be like, 
mom and dad, make sure to recycle. Uh, I've always looked at different pollution in the world and I've always wanted to do my best to reduce that. And, um, you know, here I am making it happen. So you are making it happen. Thank you, Enad, for sharing your experience and knowledge. Thank you, Michi. In this episode, Enad shared with us her journey to create a biodigester system. The strength of her system comes from its flexibility and scalability, achieving to perform a fine-grained control of environmental factors, and it's capable of dealing with a wide variety of food waste. We have a Facebook group where we can continue our conversation about her or her ideas. Please check out michiyamamoto.com. Thanks for listening to Inspired by Failure, lessons learned from the journey of epic ideas. Stay tuned for our next guest.